Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea, uh, sitting here in my chair with a hot cup of coffee in hand. Uh I can I can hear the the thing Gino so work on that please I know we're we're very high tech here I mean we we've got lasers and things uh, we don't I'm just sitting behind a desk and uh, wondering I think like most of you where the world is going next uh, today is uh, a recorded broadcast we are not live but it is uh, quite fresh it is let's see January the twelfth. The year of our Lord, 2023. Good to have you with us. Uh, and um, I guess this is going to be a special episode because uh, the latter part of the program, I will be taking some questions. I don't know what they are. Apparently, Gino has them. He will ask them. I will attempt to answer them to the best of my ability. Uh, but if you're looking for, uh, you know, I don't know. People look for all kinds of things. Tell me when. That's that's the biggest thing. Tell me when. When's judgment coming? Well, I, I, I judgment's already here. Uh, I, I I think that uh, it's it's a matter of time before we see uh, the really gruesome bits. But as far as a nation under judgment, uh, we're going to get through some stories uh, before the questions. Just just to make you aware of what's going on in this world, in this nation, and the church. Because if the church were righteousness, if the church were holiness, if they were the embodiment of all that God said it ought to be, it would be a different nation. It would be a different world. Uh, But every single week, it seems like there's something new where you sit there and you scratch your head and you go, how could these people have, have, have passed being vetted? Somebody had to look into their history. Somebody had to look into their past. I, I get it. Well, your past is washed away. Well, there's a difference between a past before you were saved and last week. Because right now there's apparently I, pastors, I guess, mega church pastors, uh, that, that, that feel as though it's a win, uh, that they're not going to be tried for soliciting prostitution. We're going to get into that. Because this was a pretty big church in Virginia, the Rock Church International by Pastor John Blanchard. Uh, and uh, apparently, uh, yeah, well, we'll get into it. And again, I don't, I don't want to talk about these things, but I have to because you need to realize that, well, the church is getting worse, but thankfully the, the, the you know, Ones that are standing on the rooftops or waving the flags of righteousness. I, again, I think you'll be amazed at how few in this present generation are striving for righteousness. You'll be amazed at how few in this present generation are striving for holiness. But before we get into all of those, uh, you may not have heard, but uh, yesterday, if you were you were planning on air travel, uh, yesterday uh, was was a bit gruesome. Commercial airline flights in the United States—that is the entire country—were grounded Wednesday morning due to a mass system failure. The only other time this occurred was during 9/11. I was on my way to the United States on 9/11. I was flying out of Zurich. And they turned us around about three hours out. Uh, so it's, it's eerie to look up and not see any airplanes. Apparently that happened yesterday. And I understand. Everyone's wondering, but Pete Buttigieg, I mean, if anybody could have solved transportation, it would have been Pete Buttigieg. And, and the logical question is, why? And the answer you get, because he's homosexual. Apparently... That's not a qualification. Just being homosexual, just being a a sexual pervert, just being a deviant is not enough of a qualification 
to have a job as important as head of transportation. I know. He's smart enough to have tried uh, breastfeeding with a fake bosom. And yet, he's failing miserably. See, we, I, I'm, I'm just going to read the story because it's, it's, it's not just annoying. It makes me angry because these are people paid by the U.S. taxpayers that are doing nothing but, but flying private, going on vacations. And when you ask what are their qualifications, they come back with you're homophobic. No, I'm not. Is it a sin? Yes. Is it a perversion? Yes. Is it perhaps a mental illness? Yes. That is my personal opinion. But all that notwithstanding, if the individual was actually qualified for the job, all right, let them do their job. They're not running for pastor, and even if they were, there's there's what? Transgender, hermaphrodite pastors now. We talked about it last week, that, that, that goofy thing that is the Church of England. What a non-binary. This is, this is the rot that we live in every day. But apparently every single flight in these United States was grounded. And of course the FAA was uh, working to fix the problem. National flights into Miami continue to land, but all departures were stopped. Now, unless you thought he was too busy breastfeeding, Pete Buttigieg did tweet something else, because that's, that's the new mode of communication in this country. You tweet. You're, you're, you're sitting there uh, doing your morning ablutions. And you're like, I'm going to tweet the American populace. I am, after all, the transportation head. I have been in touch with the FAA this morning about an outage affecting a key system for providing safety information to pilots. FAA is working to resolve the issue. Now, what you may not know, and this is a bit of backstory because it's important, Pete Buttigieg's big push was to change the way that the federal administration or aviation administration called their system because uh, apparently it wasn't inclusive enough. They renamed the air safety system, but apparently that's all they did. They didn't fix the bugs. They didn't look into updating. We're going to rename it to be more inclusive. Well, if this is what you get for inclusivity, uh, I'm on pass. I'm a hard pass. I get it. Pete Buttigieg, likable guy. You know, he's got that smile and the twinkle in his eye. But the man is incapable of doing the job for which he was hired. We, we have to separate these things. Just, just being a, a deviant doesn't make you qualified to do anything other than to be a deviant. And the American people apparently are, are, are too enchanted with the idea of a football player falling over and, and surviving. Because, you know, it was 50-50 there for a minute. Are we going to get into that? No, we're not, because we don't have time today, but... It's getting a little fishy. You got 16-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 24-year-olds, athletes. If I drop dead of a heart attack, it's like, yeah, Mike was fat. He doesn't get much cardiovascular exercise because he's juggling a bunch of stuff. So we get it. But these, these are people in, like, peak condition. Athletes, runners, football players soccer players, tennis players, just kerplunk out of nowhere. And if anyone goes, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. About to ask. Just shut up and take your booster. I think I'm going to pass. 
I've been passing since 2020 when it all came out. And I'm still kicking. I know. Scary, isn't it? Now, let's get to this story because I I really want to go through it just a smidge before uh, Gino begins to barrage me uh, with uh, question after question. Uh, And uh, we do have an update from uh, the pink-haired prophetess herself uh, because, you know, a week can't go by without some silly thing that comes out of this woman's mouth. A week can't go by before some idiocy just falls out. Uh, But the story I wanted to talk about, and it, it connects with another one, because however bad things are in the church, they're a hundred times as bad in the world. Uh, I, I, I read a story the other day that made my stomach churn. Uh, hundreds of Chicago teachers raped, sexually assaulted, and groomed students in 2022 is the headline. And I want to get into that as well. Because, I, you know, well, bad things are happening in church. You should see what's happening in the world. Not that it excuses the church. That's the thing. That's the problem, isn't it? But instead of cleaning house, instead of putting away those that bring shame to the house of God, we're too busy selling prophetic leggings to enhance our awareness of God's presence. I know, you think I'm making this up. I'm not. I wish I were. I really do. Some of the things that I read and, and come across is like, I, I, this isn't the Babylon Bee. It's not fake. Bethel. You've heard of Bethel. Yep. They're selling prophetic leggings to enhance your awareness of God's presence. What more do you want me to say? And they're not cheap either. 45 bucks. (laughs) I can't. Every, every week I come on here and I'm like, I can't. But yes, there's the Happy Jesus cell phone case whose prophetic meaning is you have captivated Jesus every time you stare into his face. There's also prophetic leggings because why not make merchandise of the children of God to the point that, that we'll, we'll get them to buy anything. Go from yoga to dinner in our body-hugging printed leggings. Compression fit performance fabric milled in Montreal. And the prophetic meaning is everything miraculous, every dream imaginable, waits to be released for those who are willing to see. Let heaven's glory and mystery be unlocked within. With your prophetic leggings, I tell me, tell me there's hope. I want to hear it. I want somebody to say it with a straight face. Tell me there's, there's oh, we're, we're getting close to revival, brother. We're a hop and a skip away from it. Former pastor, school employee charged with two counts of child grooming. This is in Illinois. But the one I wanted to talk about, because uh, this one is still a pastor, and he's a pastor of a mega church. Uh, it has to do with a guy named John Blanchard. And apparently he dodged the bullet because they're not prosecuting. However, uh, the, the police chief involved disagreed with the attorney that the charges against the pastor should be dropped, arguing that the case should have gone to trial. So uh, Rock Church International, if you're a member there, eh, you know, maybe find another place. I know it's nice. It's got air conditioning. The seats are comfy. Uh, But uh, Mr. Blanchard was among 17 men accused of solicitation of prostitution after an online sting operation by police in October of 2021. The married father of two was charged with solicitation of prostitution of a minor and use of a vehicle to promote prostitution, which are both felonies. 
He was arrested at a hotel where he was supposed to meet a detective posing as a 17-year-old girl. After almost a year of legal maneuvering, the charges against Blanchard were withdrawn ahead of a criminal trial in October. Uh, the case was dropped or withdrawn null prost, which means that they could actually potentially bring charges again. A report from the Chesterfield County Police Department said Davenport cited a lack of evidence in not moving forward with the case against Blanchard. In a statement posted on Facebook Tuesday, Katz, uh, which is the chief of police, said he felt compelled to make a public statement about the case because Blanchard's attorney filed a motion to seal all police or court records, transcript and investigation records associated with this case. So we're not really after repentance anymore. We're trying to, you know, sweep it under the rug because that's, that's the new Christianity. Oh, everyone's fallen short. This isn't falling short. This is falling off a cliff. You drove to a motel to, to meet an underage child. I know 17 nowadays, huh? But still, you're a pastor. What are you doing soliciting a prostitute anyway? So the chief of police felt compelled to actually make a public statement. And, and, and this is what he wrote, which... American Christianity, I know. We're the head of the spear, brother. We're the tip of the spear. American Christianity will lead the way for global revival. Stop yourself. So this is what the chief of police wrote. When someone, one, rents a car, two, texts a phone number posted on a known sex worker website, three, solicits a QV, which means quick visit, and it's, I guess it's lingo. It's lingo by guys who hire prostitutes. They have their own lingo. This pastor knew it. That in John 3.16, that, that, that's the extent of his knowledge. So apparently, they have their own lingo. It's QV is a quick visit. Four, makes multiple inquiries if the person he's texting is affiliated with law enforcement. Five, drives two and a half hours to a hotel and knocks on the hotel room door. As directed by our undercover 17-year-old, I believe a jury of Chesterfield County residents deserves to weigh in on the matter of criminal culpability. And I agree. The fact that he's still a pastor befuddles me i know he's so charismatic though he has good jokes all right then davenport's decision to abandon the case however has deprived the public of the chance to weigh the case in court he also insisted that davenport's decision had nothing to do with a lack of evidence well if all those things happened, then I would agree with him. But the Rock Church announced in a statement that, hey, he's been cleared of all charges by prosecutors. We have always believed in John's innocence. His humility and submission to those over him during this time has been a testimony to his character. Is that before or after he solicited a QV? I didn't know about this. I know a lot of stuff. That, I didn't know. <sighs> and you can't expect righteousness of the world when the people that are supposed to be the generals of God's army are acting in such manner. The fact that the church body is aiding and abetting this behavior and insisting that hey, he's been cleared, all is well, 
it's it's not just disheartening. It's not just disappointing. It's it's beyond the pale is what it is. Come on, people. We have always believed in John's innocence. Wasn't it him that knocked on the door after driving two and a half hours to a hotel? Wasn't it him that rented a car because, you know, it couldn't be seen in his own? This was premeditated. This isn't a spur-of-the-moment sin. This was premeditated. And he knew he was doing wrong because he kept asking, Hey, are you a cop? Are you law enforcement? If you didn't think you were doing anything wrong, why would you ask this? If you didn't think you were doing anything wrong, why would you rent a car? How can a church defend this? How can they revel in the fact that, well, charges were dismissed, I guess he must be innocent. Well, there's evidence that's incontrovertible and and a police chief felt as though he had no choice but, but to make this public. We have always believed in John's innocence, his humility and submission to those over him during the time. And it's been as a testimony to his character. Bishop Anne Jimenez, who's currently leading the church along with Blanchard's wife, Robin, said, He's spent time in fasting and prayer and has invested much of his time in his family and education. We anticipate his resumption of church duties in the near future. That plan, however, was interrupted when details. That's right, kids, details. See, those pesky things, them details. The plan, however, was interrupted when details of Blanchard's arrest were shared publicly in documents online by attorney Tim Anderson. The documents show Blanchard negotiating for a quick visit in a chat he initiated by responding to an advertisement presented as a 19-year-old girl on a website that obtained pornographic images. Rock Church, which has a weekly attendance of more than 2,000, wrote in a statement published on its website that Blanchard would voluntarily step away from ministerial duties. Really? Under the guidance of our legal counsel, we cannot make a statement or comment concerning the accusations regarding Reverend Jean Blanchard. We're all committed to walking in integrity. No, you're not. You're not committed to walking in integrity because if the details hadn't been made public, you would have swept it under the rug. If the details wouldn't have been made public, you would have pretended as though he didn't get arrested for soliciting a prostitute two and a half hours away from his home in a rental car. So if that's the state of of leadership in church, and I'm not generalizing and saying everywhere, but man, these stories, they're just popping up left and right. Every single time you look, something's going on. Some leader, some pastor, some mega church bishop is caught in a scandal. It's become so commonplace that people don't even notice anymore. They're like, eh. And this this, this godlessness trickles down and, and darkness becomes darker still because I read this and I told you I was going to cover it, and I am. Hundreds of Chicago teachers raped, sexually assaulted, and groomed students in 2022. Let that sink in. This, this is the story. This, 
is what is happening under your nose. This is what is happening in, in this nation, that some still have the temerity to call a Christian nation. Hundreds of teachers in Chicago's public school system raped, sexually assaulted, and groomed students last year. According to a report released by Chicago's Public Schools Office of the Inspector General, the 2021-2022 school year saw 772 investigations into teachers for allegedly raping, sexually assaulting, or grooming students. How many teachers are in Chicago altogether? 772 investigations. The office was able to close 600 adult-on-student cases in the past year and substantiated more than half of the allegations. Despite that, only 16 of the cases have resulted in charges. If you wanted to know what Sodom and Gomorrah looked like, before the fire fell? This is pretty much it. You close 600 cases, 300 of them were substantiated, but only 16 people were charged. Some cases involved taking trips to Las Vegas, Ibiza, London, and the Bahamas for sexual purposes. While the majority of cases involved high school students, some involved children as young as the fourth grade. One Chicago teacher groomed and sexually assaulted a 17-year-old student on three separate occasions. She began to think of him as her friend and therapist, according to the student. The teacher touched and groped the student. And I'm not even... I'm not going to go into any more detail. Look, if you're a parent and your kid goes to public school, Ask them how their day was every single day. And don't settle for just okay. Oh, it was fine. Get details. Because there are predators and perverts everywhere that see your children as prey. Don't. You can't be too busy to not inquire as to how your child's day was. Because these sorts of people are out there. Just in Chicago, 772 investigations. Extrapolate that throughout the nation. This is what is happening. Oh, boy, you, 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 what, you want to go back to leave it to Bieber? Yes, kind of. I wouldn't mind it. Because if this kind of thing happened during the leave it to Bieber days, I think more than 16 people would have been charged. I, I, I get the distinct impression and I wish I could sit here and say, hey, it's going to get better. I wish I could sit here and say, hey, we're, we're, we're past the worst of it. But we're not. I don't know. Maybe buy a pair of prophetic leggings. That way your perception of God and your awareness of his presence will be enhanced to the point that you'll, you'll actually say something. But have no fear. Uh, our favorite pink-haired prophetess uh, it came up with yet another doozy. Uh, in, in case you've ever felt uh, as though uh, you were less than for not having a college education, uh, well, fear not. 
uh, you get to attend university in heaven. Ah, see, and it's free. I think it's free. I don't know. She didn't say it. But you get to attend university in heaven to learn how to rule and reign. Yeah. Oh, mercy. All right. So <laughs> I'm just. So anyway, pink-haired prophetess in uh, waiting. On her most recent episode, explained how higher education works in heaven and whether or not there will be schools and classrooms to attend. Because, you know, I mean, that's why I want to go to heaven to attend university. These people are out of their minds. So this is what she said. And I promise, yes, we'll get to the questions and I'll, I'll keep it brief. You still need to know, in case you only have like a fourth grade education, in case you don't know how to read so good, in case, uh, you know, you have difficulty asserting yourself, hey, Heaven's University is waiting. It's waiting for you, for you to learn to, to rule. Glory, glory. I don't know about trade schools. I think that anything you don't know how to do or you would like to do and listen to the... Mm. All right, come on. This is good. This is too good. So th these are her verbatim words. I don't know about the trade schools, because why would you need to learn how to unclog a toilet? I think that anything you don't know how to do, or you'd like to do, horseback riding, skydiving, so will there be planes in heaven? Or are you skydiving off the back of your unicorn? And if so, do you need a parachute? Or do you have the ability of flight? But if you have the ability of flight, it wouldn't be skydiving. It would just be flying. These are things we need to flesh out. I'm curious. So this is what she says. I mean, I'm just like listing a bunch of things. If you're interested in doing that, you go to the one who knows how to do that. Simple enough. And yes, they will teach you. Just say, hey, the pink-haired lady sent me. I want to learn how to skydive and horseback ride. <gasps> but there is Word University. That's right. You didn't know, did you? Jesus, Jesus skipped that one, didn't he? When he said, I go to prepare a place for you, he skipped Word University altogether. I, maybe, maybe the apostles didn't know what, what university was. Jesus may have said it. I, I go to prepare Word University. And they're like, what is university? And so they just left that part out. All right, it's good enough. He goes to prepare a place. It's good enough. We don't want to confuse people. What's this university thing all about? But there is Word University, which is the main one that everyone goes to when you come to heaven. It gives you revelation on every single scripture in the Word, and the ones who wrote those books in the Bible teach those books with revelation to you when you come to heaven. Wow. This, it, it just gets better and better every week. Yeah, we went from pet dinosaurs and unicorns to, to Word University. What exactly is Jeremiah going to teach about the book of Jeremiah when every prophecy Jeremiah 
gave was fulfilled by the time you get to heaven. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm ignorant. I'm just, I'm just a farm boy from Romania. I don't know these things. I mean, sure, I'd love to skydive, but I think there's a weight limit. Maybe in heaven, you're lighter than a feather. And so you can ride your unicorn. Because, I mean, there's some people pushing five, 600 pounds that if you get on the back of a unicorn, that thing will bow. Never mind fly. But again, that's, 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 that's the curious side of it. Will you have the ability to flight? And if so, I guess you, you just, it's, it's like Superman when he went all the way up, 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 up above the earth. And then he lost oxygen and he just fell. He, he skydived until he came back. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she'll clarify. And if she does, I will update you because these are important matters. When megachurch pastors are trying to hire prostitutes, when others are stealing from their churches, when others are offering you. (laughs) What is it? Uh, Prophetic art and design, including (laughs) prophetic leggings. I, you know what, it's, it's important to know how, how exactly the skydiving thing is going to take place. And do you think there will be that many people that will want to learn how to horseback ride when they can get dinosaurs and unicorns? So, um, Word University, kids, it's the main one that everyone goes to when you come to heaven. And it gives you revelation on every single scripture in the Word. And the ones who wrote those books in the Bible teach those books with revelation to you when you come to heaven. And also, this, this is still her, there is Royal University. So what she's saying is that you have a tiered system in heaven. There's, there's what you'd call, uh, you know, community colleges or community college, which is Word University. Then there's the Ivy League, baby. There's the Royal University. And that teaches you how to rule and reign. Not just necessarily in heaven, but in the world to come. In the new earth, there will be people who have positions to be over certain areas at that time, and you learn how to do that at Royal University. So uh, I think that you should probably start brushing up on your application, because I know that if I had a choice between Word University and Royal University, if I had a choice between community college and an Ivy League, I'd be picking the Ivy League. I mean, who doesn't want to rule and reign? This, this woman's theology is so worked, I can't even. Everything she says is a lie. And people eat it up. I mean, there, there's ladies sitting across from each other going, you, you want to learn how to skydive in heaven or horseback ride? Can we do it together? So anyway, that's where we are. American Christianity is the tip of the spear when it comes to global revival. Uh, I, I, I'm going to stop here and let Gino ask his questions, but what else can you say? Honestly, what, what can be said? Exactly. Gino, you're on. Yeah, I agree, Mike. Uh, we're in very rough shape, and I'm going to continue that thought. Uh, Since I'm involved in Christian music, I've had people come to me and ask me about the whole Amy Grant situation, but I thought I would pose some questions to Mike about her coming out in an interview and pretty much stating that uh, being gay is okay. But here's some quotes, and I'm going to throw this quote at Mike here. Um... She pretty much says that, let me just 
get it exactly what the quote is. Uh, doesn't matter how we behave. Doesn't matter how we're wired. We're all our best selves when we believe to the core we're loved. Then our creativity flourishes. So my first question to Mike is this. How bad is that statement when it comes to heresy? Doesn't matter how we behave. Uh, I, 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 look, I, I get that. Uh, Amy Grant may be a theologian. She may have gone to uh, the cat curse school of uh, theology. But the book says, be holy for I am holy. Be holy in all your doings. Now, between, between Amy Grant, granted she, she had a hit in Christendom, and then the other one with the, the they, they tore down something and made a parking lot. But between her and God, I, I think I'm going to err on the side of caution and believe God. Look, this is, this is the new Christianity. It's, it's fire insurance and nothing more. I raised my hand in church one day because the guy said, if I did, I'd be saved. And that was the end of it. I can, I, 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 if, if he would have told me I had to sanctify myself, if he would have told me that I had to repent, if he would have told me I had to deny my flesh, if he would have told me I had to pick up my cross, if he would have told me I had to follow after Jesus, if he would have told me I had to live holy, if he would have told me all these things, I probably wouldn't have signed up. But all he did was say, come on up. Do you receive Jesus? Uh-huh. That's it. Signed, sealed, delivered. We got another one in the bag. 73,000 people came to our crusade and 72,980 got saved. Glory, glory. That's, that's what you get when you don't disciple people. You, you get people making up their own theology on the fly, whatever suits them best at the time. It doesn't matter how you live. Apparently it does. Jesus said it does. God says it does. So that's my answer. If somebody, it doesn't matter who it is. If they speak contrary to the word of God, they are liars. If they speak contrary to the word of God, they are speaking heresy. And the fact that she's encouraging people to YOLO, you only live once, live how you want, I, that's not biblical. I'm, you know what? Go become a Buddhist. They're, they're not big on morality. They're just whatever. Just sit there and uh, whatever they do. But don't conflate Christianity with your theology or your warped theology, your made-up God, and say that this is the way it is. Next question. All right, Mike. Uh, not only did she come out with that statement, she says God offers a welcome table yet to uh, gaze, etc. My question is when artists or celebrities, so-called, I hate to use the word, but when they come out and they're okay with this kind of sin, does that cause little ones to stumble? Well, I'm sure it does. And, and in theory, what she said is true. God does offer salvation to all. But when they come, they, they, they can't leave the presence of God and continue doing the things that they did. When you come to God, you come to repentance. You fall at the foot of the cross. You turn your back on what you were to become what he wants you to be. But see, we, we take that and, well, that, every, everyone, it's, we've become universalists. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you believe. Everyone's getting in heaven and their pet dogs too. There's, there's, there's crazy people going, if you don't believe your dog goes to heaven, then you're not being biblical. Excuse me, where does it say that your pet dog's going to be licking your face when you get to heaven? These people are insane, and you wonder why the world looks at us going, I, you know what, it'd be nice if somebody presented the gospel. Because, because the gospel is the gospel. It, it gives people hope. It gives people a, a chance to reconcile to God and, and be with him in eternity. What these people are saying, riding dinosaurs and your pet dog licking your face, you can't tell me. I'm not telling you. Show it to me in the Bible. 
That's, that's the only thing that you need to say. Show it to me in the book. Because anything that's not in the book, anything that's, that's extrasensory, anything that's added on, is heresy. By definition. But we don't, we don't want righteousness. We don't want to pursue God. We just want someone to tell us that we're not going to hell. That's the extent of American Christianity. And if you dare say, hey, God expects righteousness and holiness of you. God expects sanctification. Oh, legalism. No, it's the book. It's not legalism. This is where we are. But when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? Good question, isn't it? Seeing everything that's going on, one has to wonder. Question, James. Next question is this. It's one final question on this issue. Shouldn't there be pushback from artists or Christian musicians against such theology or lack of theology? In other words, you hear a lot of silence right now. You don't hear a lot of anyone really coming out saying how wrong her statements are. I know I'm one of the few uh, because I work with a lot of artists, but I feel there should be pushback. I feel people should come to the defense of the gospel. That's my question. Well, there should be pushback from the church, not not just artists. I, there should be pushback from everyone that names the name of Christ. It, 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 it should be an uproarious group of people going, that's a lie! But if you know, they're too busy trying to sweep soliciting prostitution under the rug. They don't have time to, you know, go and actually say, hey, you know, the but that's mm. all right. We're going to get into this. Let's get into this. That's the thing about being compromised. OK, that's the thing about knowing that you have your own sin that is unconfessed, that you're living in sin that you've given yourself over to sin, you can't call sin out anymore. That's, that's the scary thing. Because, look, I, what, what was the last one that I saw? Uh, our, our, our favorite uh, prophetess, not the pink-haired one, but the other one, Paula White, is now accused of stealing her third husband's money. Third husband! Show me one, one individual, and I'm sure there is. I just I haven't looked into it. That's still on their first wife. That's in ministry. And I'm not talking about uh, their wife passed away and they, they got remarried. I'm talking about the minute they got a little big, the minute they got a spotlight on them, they kicked the old wife to the curb and got themselves a brand new model. And you're telling me that, that that person, that's the one I should take uh, counsel and spiritual sucker from. Come on. But this is where we are. It's, the problem is much deeper than Amy Grant wanting to be loved by the world. The problem is that the, that the church itself is diseased. And because everyone's got their own little pet sin that they're unwilling to let go of, they can't call sin out anymore. And so everyone's silent. They're looking to the left and looking to the right and hoping that when they knock on that door, it's a 17-year-old that answers and not a cop. This is where we are. Wait, you want me to sugarcoat it? Well, you know, it's, uh, there's a, the remnant. Yes, there is a remnant. But the remnant isn't flashy. The remnant's not trying to get the world's praise. The remnant isn't on its third marriage to some has-been musician so that you can just siphon every penny he's got because your whole thing isn't working out so well anymore. The remnant is on their knees in their prayer closets. The remnant is establishing and cementing their relationship with God. The remnant is living out their salvation with fear and trembling. 
But these people look at the remnant and they shun them. They look at the remnant and believe that the reason they're not loved by the world more than they are is because of the remnant. You're giving them a bad name by insisting on biblical principles. You're giving them a bad name by insisting that sin is still sin. You're giving them a bad name by insisting that repentance is a prerequisite. Come on, man. Can't we all just get along? There's enough gravy and biscuits for everybody. You see where we're headed only going to get worse how long before supposed leaders in christendom start calling for the persecution of the remnant oh we we, we can't be legalistic brother i'm not your brother oh i i i'm sorry If, if if you don't think god calls for holiness and righteousness then you're serving a different god than i am and so calling you a brother or a sister means that i knowingly put my hand in with evil no soy tu hermano as they would say in california i ain't your brother pink-haired lady i ain't your brother For those that strive for righteousness, I am their brother. For those that walk humbly with their Lord, I am their brother. For people who try to brush God aside and make up their own theology to suit the perversions of the time, I'm going to pass. Look, there is a reckoning coming. There's a sifting coming. And it's going to be violent and brutal. And when that happens, mark my words, it's, it's too serious for me to even go American prophetic. When that happens, when the reckoning comes, when the sifting comes, all of these people that, that spit-shined the devil's boots, all of these people that betrayed God in the Word and betrayed their fellow brothers in Christ before they absconded, they're going to switch the narrative. They're going to try to get back into the church's good graces. When they do, don't believe them. All they are is grifters. If they can't make a buck off the godless, they'll come back to the church to try to make a buck off of you. Won't you please buy some prophetic leggings? They're prophetic. They transport you and others into an encounter of God's supernatural presence and power. Mm-hmm. How tight are those leggings? What of modesty? Oh, prophetic leggings. What of modesty? I know. You're nitpicking. I'm not, though. All, all these things mesh into each other. And there are a lot of people pretending to be of the household of faith. That are giving God lip service. They have no intention of living righteously. And the people that lie to them, they're laughing all the way to the bank. Bethel has a budget of $96 million for their apostolic training center. Let that sink in. $96 million to lie to people, give them a false sense of confidence 
then send them out like the sons of Seba to be brutalized by the devil and watch them come naked and screaming and bleeding. Because what you're teaching is not the gospel. What you're teaching is, is fairy tales and mysticism. I believe in true prophecy. I don't believe you can teach somebody to prophesy. Sorry. It's a gift. It's a gift that God gives. And some he chooses to give it to and others he doesn't. Because for most people today, if they did receive such a gift, the first thing they do is try to figure out how to monetize it. How can I make some money off of this? Are you any better than the guy that was trying to chase Paul down and go, hey, we'll split 50-50. This is great. Can I get some of that? But they can't even fake it well enough. And so they have to try to sell you prophetic leggings. I don't know. I may just buy a pair and put it on to see if indeed it enhances my awareness of God's presence. Don't buy them and send them to me. You know who I'm talking to. There's, the, the office is already full of stuff, so don't. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Who knows what the next thing to enhance your awareness of God's presence will be. I guess we'll find out. Gino, if you got anything, it's yours. Thank you, Mike. Definitely answered the questions I had. And, uh, Wow. God help us. <laughs> I mean, every week I get educated on this broadcast. I really do. Sometimes I'll literally look up the story Mike's sharing because I'm going, wow, really? And it's just so, how do you say, horrific? I was reading a bit about Blanchard, you know, when Mike was sharing about it and unbelievable that the people would even let him come back to the pulpit. And, uh, you know, it's, it reminds you of the scripture, perilous times will be in the end. We're in in that time. And I, I'm glad Mike addressed these. These are questions I've had artists come to me and ask about this whole thing with Amy Grant. I, I basically wanted to run it by Mike because, you know what, in Romania where he comes from, a lot of people paid a big price for defending the faith. Yet here, artists will get behind a microphone and basically ditch what they believe because they feel they'll offend someone or they want to be popular. And uh, you know what? It's like that scripture warned to you when men speak well about you. For so they spoke of the false prophets. And so really get the broadcast out there. If you know people in music, Christian music, I would urge you get this broadcast to them because it really does reflect when someone of that stature comes out with such unbiblical think, teaching and, and, and conduct, it really should be put out there to other artists. Please don't ever fall into these traps. Don't ever give up your faith in what you believe in the gospel and don't ever give up the truth. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I came from a low income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.